0: Street book club Evan Jefferson brother much love educating elevating because in knowledge is the power and we'll never, never get, get it up live each other's for the masses where to put your money down now, I don't want your assets yeah uplifting others is a passion my brother Evan he will turn it into action new black wall street book club you should come read come with, with us, us. yeah we comprehend and discuss <laughs> we all come together there's no limit, there's no limit for us, for us. <laughs> Here comes your host, New Black Wall Street. Heaven, take it away, New Black Wall Street Book Club. All right, my beautiful people, man. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the uh, New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. You put in a book, we absolutely will find it. Reading Rainbow 2.0 with the purpose. And we're continuing along in our personal development session as we're reading in the book. Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. Uh, we are broadcasting today across from, from our studios here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, ERGJ Enterprise, ERGJ Studios, and across uh, live right now, across Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And our upload will go into podcasts across all forms. Good news, exciting news, by the way. Uh, we just got approved in Overcast. It's another uh, podcast platform. We just got approved Overcast. So we're now on nine different platforms where you can listen to our podcast MBWS Book Club. I'm your host, ERGJ. Uh, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprises, ERGJ Black Bazaar, and also ER and, and also international best-selling author of the book, The New uh, The Black Billionaires Club. Hey, you, it's a study of black wealth. It's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today and how they built their wealth. I just believe that if you want to be wealthy, if it's a big if, everybody don't want that. If you want to be wealthy, you should study wealthy people. Well, you can pick the book up at dblackbillionairesclub.com, club.com. When you're there, go ahead and check us out. We're not only just a book, we actually are a club. It's a club of people who are studying billionaires so they can be like them. And so you can choose to join us for personal development, for business development, financial literacy class where we can teach you about money, teach you how to also give you opportunities to make more money, and then also investment education. Then teach you how to make your money work harder for you than you work for it. Go ahead and check us out at club.com and join the club. Today, today's episode is sponsored by ERGJ Black Bazaar, uh, Black the Afrocentric Marketplace, and uh, they have uh, they've been kind enough to send us over some journals. That's right, we got a book club, and uh, what do, what do wealthy people do? They write, they read. What's another thing they do? They write down their goals, their dreams, their aspirations, and they make those things come true. Well, you can pick up your journal uh, for your your, your you can pick up your billion dollar journal today. This is the one here is the queen version of it. It's a wired journal or African Afrocentric journal. You can pick that thing up. Simply go to www.ergjblackbazaar.com, www.ergjblackbazaar.com. If you're an author you've written a book and you want your book to be featured on the show, make sure you inbox us in whatever platform you're on. Let us know that you've written a book that you think will be great for us and we will love to review it. And as a business owner, if you have a product or service that you'd like for us to promote for you, you'd like for me to help you sell more stuff, Simply inbox us as well. Let us know what it is that you do. We'll see if it's make a partnership there or a sponsorship. we will to you about our sponsorship opportunities across our platform. which reaches over about 20,000 people right now and growing. So you want to be a part of something that is growing. Hey, let's get right into what we need to talk about today, man. We have our affirmation of the day, and we also have our, our main passage. So we'll start uh, with our daily motivation for African-American success, our daily motivation for African-American success. Success. So today is uh, January 29th, and today's title is Soul Train. Everybody put it on Soul Train. Make sure you hit that like button, that share button, that invite button, that subscribe button, that follow button, that watch party button, whatever you can do. Soul Train. Alexa Kennedy, the first black female neurosurgeon, is her quote. She says this, all our dreams come true if we have the courage to pursue them. All our dreams come true if we have the courage to pursue them. All our dreams come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Our thoughts are mostly, most assuredly things. They are conceived in the mind and they travel through time and space like ripples on a pond, affecting all that they touch. Thoughts are the building blocks. Thoughts are the building blocks of our experience, Writer and poet Paul Lawrence Dunbar wrote, the actions of men are the best interpreters of their thoughts. What you think about, you bring about. Uh, The actions of men are the best interpreters of their thoughts. We think a thought, attach a feeling to it, and a circumstance in our life is attracted to it. If we want to see how we got to be where we are in life, we need only to trace our experience back to our thoughts. We hear a great deal about the creative power of thought. Correctly speaking, it is the mind that is creative, and thought is its action. We often speak of a train of thought. It is a good metaphor. A train is a vehicle that delivers something or somebody to a certain destination. A train of thought, on the other hand, is a vehicle of mind that delivers its creative power into manifestation. You think about, you bring about what you think about. If we direct a train of thought, everybody put it on so direct. See, you want to become a director of your thoughts. You want to become the conductor of that train. What you think about, you bring about. And here's what I found. That what you think about most secretly, that you might not tell everybody about, but you manifest it in your life. If we direct a train of thought to a mental image of lack, it will always arrive at its destination and unload creative power into this false image. The result, we build our own poverty station. Every train of thought we direct toward, it delivers its load of creative power. And this poverty station bustles with activity. (laughs) The way to bypass this poverty station is to stop making mental images of lack and deliver trains of thought to a new station. We should practice using the creative power of the mind, the very essence of our soul, to construct only images, only images of the good we desire, to see, made, manifest. I'm telling you, if we get just get control of our mind. Matter of fact, the good book says to think on these things. It tells us. The good book tells us exactly what to think about. But I think we are too casual with guarding or protecting our very own minds and therefore, we allow our minds to drift to places and take us places that we ultimately really don't want to be. Here's our affirmation for today. I will think only, everybody put in comments below on only, I will think only abundant thoughts. I just want you to take a moment and just consider what we're saying this morning. What have you thought about thus far? See, this morning I, I wake up and I move around. I get the move, I get the shake and the bake, and I start thinking about ways to manifest my dreams. I don't, I don't get online and start scrolling down and see what everybody else is thinking. The first thing I do in the morning, I start, th- I start thinking about what I'm thinking, what I want, what I want to do, what I'm trying to accomplish, what my goals are. I'm telling you, some of you guys need, just simply need to stop scrolling down your timeline and get you a journal. And let this be your timeline, where you can look back and say, man, six months ago, I was thinking about this. Oh, man, that's already accomplished. Three months ago, I was thinking about this. Oh, man, that's already accomplished. I stopped to concern myself with what everybody else was thinking. And I put more energy and more thought into what I was thinking. That's how I took control of my life. That's how I fired my boss. That's how I got out of debt. I took control of my life. My question is, will you take control of yours? That's our daily motivation for African American success. Again, a book written by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. Let's get right into our main passions today. We're going to be reading in the book uh, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. Everybody put a comment below, a black choice. See, it's a choice. It's a choice to be rich, it's a choice to be poor. It's a choice. In fact, no matter which position you're in right now, you can get better. You can do better. You can make more. You can spend less. You can, you can get out of whatever situation you're in right now if you make a choice. It's called a choice, making a choice to change. And I want you to understand this morning or today, whenever you might listen to this, that if you want your life to get better, you must get better. If you want your life to change, you must change. If you are unwilling to change, things will remain the same. Five years from now, where are you gonna be? If you don't change, in the same position, same situation, dealing with the same people, having the same circumstances over and over again. You want your life to change, stop concerning yourself about everybody else changing and you change. How about that? How many guys are saying I can change? I, I can change, I can get better, I can do better, I can think better. I can, I can make more. I can do more. Absolutely. Now, we're going to pick up where we left off back. We're actually into a new chapter, Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. This is a book that's recommended uh, by Black Enterprise. simply says that this book should be required reading for all African-Americans. Truly committed to the pursuit of happiness and fulfillment. Now, look at that. It said it's required reading for all African-Americans, but it says only those who are truly committed. How many of guys are truly committed to your own happiness? Truly committed to your maximizing your potential, truly committed to uh realizing your full potential. You're truly committed. I'm committed. How about you? Self reliance, self reliance, chapter seven, self reliance. Here's a couple quotes, get us started into our intro today. Mr. Samuel Smiles says, This all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, but all play. And no work makes him something greatly worse. Now, I know some people, that's all they do is play all day long. They don't take anything in their life seriously. And guess what? They don't have anything serious. Let me say that again. All work and no play, you might be a little dull. But if you all play and no work, that's something greatly worse. Mr. Billy Holiday or Miss Billy Holiday, I think that was a lady, she said that God blesses the child who's got his own. We're talking about self-reliance. Everybody putting it on self-reliance. We're talking about self-reliance today. Frederick Douglass, the great Frederick Douglass said this, what we, the colored people, want is character. And this nobody can give us. It is something we must earn for ourselves. Uh-oh. I know he said earn character. He didn't say build it. He said earn it. This is what black people want. They just want character. But, but it's not something that can be given to us. Is something that we must earn for ourselves, develop, build for ourselves, character. Heaven helps those who help themselves is a well-tried maxim, embodying in a small compass the results of vast human experiences. Biographies of black men and women of, of achievement are the most instructive and useful incentives to others. Some of the best are, all, are almost equivalent to gospels, teaching high ambition, right thinking, and energetic action to further their aims. These valuable examples exemplify the power of integrity, the, the power of self-help, the, the power of individual initiative, and the power of patient purpose. Let me read that again. These examples, who are you looking up to? Who are your mentors? Who are your role models? These examples they exemplify the power. Everybody put in the console. I got the power. It exemplifies the power of integrity, the power of self-help, the power of individual initiative, and the power of patient purpose. Great men and women are of science and literature and the arts have belonged to no exclusive class or social rank. Some of the masters, greatest apostles came from the ranks. The impoverished have sometimes risen to the highest stations and the most intelligent proved insurmountable obstacles, no great task. Take for instance, Frederick Douglass, the esteemed orator and ex-slave who said, our destiny is largely in our own hands. Our destiny is largely in our own hands. Frederick Douglass. If we find, we shall have to seek. If we succeed in the race for life, it must be by our own energies and our own exertions. Others may clear the road, but we must go forward or be left behind in the race for life. Others may clear the road. This is what they have done for us, Black people. They've cleared the road. They've opened up highways. They've given us access. They have cleared the road. Our forefathers have cleared the road. They went through slavery. They got hanged and and all that good stuff. They cleared the road. They made laws that were more favorable for us today. They cleared the road. but. But we must. Everybody put a comment on I must. I must go forward. If I don't go forward, I'll be left behind in a race for life. If we remain poor and dependent, the wealth of others will not avail us. If we are ignorant, the intelligence of others will do but little for us. If we are foolish, the wisdom of others will not guide us. If we are wasteful of our time and money, The economy of others will only make our destitution the more disgraceful. Now, this is Frederick Douglass. This is from a hundred years ago that he said this. If we remain poor and dependent, I'm telling you the, 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 the progress requires struggle. But many of us are not struggling to progress. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I know I might just lost you there. Progress requires struggle. You got to, in order to make any type of progress, it's going to require a struggle. But here's the, here's the problem with many of us in our community. We're not struggling to progress. We're not. We're just allowing life to take us by the horns instead of us taking life by the horns. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. See, we can choose where we land in 2019. It's called a black choice. If we remain poor and dependent, the wealth of others will not avail us. It ain't going to help us if we stay poor. If we stay ignorant, meaning that you don't focus on education, the intelligence of others will do little for us. If we are foolish, you keep making stupid mistakes, the wisdom of others will not guide us if we are wasteful of our time and money, which we see is still happening in 2019, some hundred odd years later, still wasting our time, still wasting our money, still ignorant, still poor and dependent, still foolish. Black people, Got to grow up. At some point, we as a race have to grow up. I'm talking now because I'm preaching good. Also, from the humble rank spraying, Marcus Garvey, the 20th century black Moses, who suggested there's no force like success. And that is why the individual makes all efforts to surround himself throughout life with the evidence of it. As of the individual, so should it be of the race. The glittery success of Rockefeller makes him a power to the American nation. The success of Henry Ford suggests him as an object of universal respect. The black man must be up and doing if he will break down the prejudice of the rest of the world. The black man must be up and doing. Now, outcast said it like this. You need to get up, get out, and get something. That's what I'll saying. Conscious music. You need to get up, get out, and get something. The black man must be up and doing if he will break down the prejudice of the rest of the world. We must strike out for ourselves in the course of material achievement and by our own effort. Everybody put it down so own effort. By our own effort and energy present to the world those forces by which the progress of man is judged. In both these cases, strenuous individual application was the price paid for distinction. This lesson will single out those who will embark on the same great adventure in the arena of self-reliance. Who among you is not afraid to stand alone? Who is bold and original and resourceful? Who is ready to strike out for his own independence? Who is the one of the audacious few who possesses the fortitude to venture where others have never been, to do what others have never done in order to live life as others rarely will? By leaving his mark on the times through the power of self-reliance. Who among us Who that may be watching right now or listening right now, who among us is not afraid? Nine out of ten men past midlife, if asked why they're barely earning a living, would tell you that they never had a chance, that they were kept back and that circumstances were against them. Chances are they would say that opportunities eluded their grasp or that they didn't have access to the proper schooling. Today, millions of young blacks who are searching for a start in life seem to think they have very little to do with good opportunities except to discover them. But no matter where you go, no matter what your background or educational level, your best opportunity always lies within yourself. Always. Why is it that you're broke? Why is it that you're knee deep in debt? Why? Is it possible that you were making the reason be anything else but yourself? Anything else other than the decisions that you made? Anything else? Then find a way to blame everything else but yourself. I'm telling you, once you get honest, everybody put it out so honest. I'm telling you, honesty is the best policy. It's very difficult for people to be honest with themselves. It's so much easier to blame everybody else. It's so much easier to blame the government. It's so much easier to blame racism. It's so much easier to blame white supremacy. It's so much easier to blame everything else but the man in the mirror. I'm telling you, once you get honest with yourself and say, I got myself into this mess, and I'm going to get myself out. Once you get honest, that's when you can fix your problem, whatever that may be. You might be having problems in your business. Once you get honest with yourself, that's when you can fix your problems. You might be having problems in your relationship. I'm telling you, once you get honest with yourself, and and then you'll be able to fix the problems in your relationship. But it won't start until you get honest with yourself and stop trying to blame everybody else. Everything else, taking no responsibility for your life is the reason why you are where you are in life. And here's the deal. Most people simply don't want to hear this. Most people want their beliefs to be validated by other people. It's called misery loves company. So if I can just find enough other people who also feel that because of the government, that's why I'm not, that's why I'm broke. Because of student loans and their process, that's why I'm broke. Because of the system, that's why I'm broke. Because of racism, that's why I'm broke. Because of the uh, the white supremacy, that's why I can't get ahead. And I'm telling you, you're looking around for people who are going to agree with you. And guess what? You find like minds. Now y'all got a whole party of pity. got a whole party of misery. Y'all got a whole crew of miserable old men and women trying to change things that you can't control, but yet you won't take any time to change what you can control, which is actually yourself, which is actually your attitude, which is actually your habits. Oh, my goodness, your behavior. Oh, Lord, don't tell me that I can control my behavior. I can actually not spend the money that I was going to spend for stuff that I can't afford, but I want it, so I'm going to get it. You mean to tell me I got control over that? Oh, you mean to tell me I can control what I watch on TV so I don't really have to complain about what they're showing on TV because if I choose not to turn it on, I won't be influenced by it anyway. You mean to tell me that I can control what I listen to on the radio? You mean to tell me that I'm in control of what I watch when I'm on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram? You mean to tell me I got control of that? Yeah. You mean to tell me I got control of that? Here's my question to you, who's in control? Are you in control of your life? Are you in control of you? Or are you out of control? How long have you been out of control? How long have you been out of control with your spending? Out of control with your work ethic, out of control with your behavior. How long have you been bad? You've been a bad child of God. Bad son or daughter of the most high. You've been bad. You've been disobeying the good word. The basic instructions before leaving earth. You've been disobeying. You know you shouldn't do it, but yet you do it anyway. You know you shouldn't go, but you go anyway. You know you shouldn't have spent that, but you spent it anyway. You know you shouldn't have bought that, but you bought it anyway. How long have you been bad, out of control, lacking discipline, but blaming everybody else for your, la- your lack of self-control? I recommend it. It's one of those, what they call temperance. It's one of those things that they call the fruit of the spirit, self-control. I recommend it. The grandest fortunes that ever accumulated on earth were and remained a fruit of endeavor that had no capital to begin with. Save energy, intellect, and will. You'll find that when you read history, a lot of these people that actually have built wealth, that have built empires, that have built fortunes for themselves started with nothing. Notice I said nothing. They didn't start with a loan. They didn't start by going into debt. They started with nothing, except what? Energy intellect and will when you look back in history you read from our forefathers they were able to create something out of nothing and i want you to understand you have the same power as well you can turn lead into gold you can turn your life around you have the power everybody put it i got the power From L. Douglas Wilder, governor of Virginia, to John Johnson of Johnson Publishing, the story is the same, not only in the securing of wealth, but also in the seizing of greatness. Those men and women who have won most rely mostly upon themselves. The habit of depending on self, the determination to find one's resources within oneself, develop strength. Crutches were intended for the physically disabled, not the able body. Whoever attempts to go through life on mental crutches will not go far. Nor will he be successful. Mental crutches. President of your own company. There's some good stuff here. Within the pages of the previous lesson, you learned of the hidden capacity for achievement lodged within yourself. It is mandatory that you discover your personal worth. It's mandatory right now on the market in today's society. In society Having ascertained your present worth, ask yourself. Everybody playing console, ask myself. Ask yourself. What do you intend to be worth next year? What do you intend to be worth in three years? What do you intend to be worth in five years from now? See at the Black Billionaires Club, we start to go deep. We start to get honest. That's what we do. I invite you to join that club here's the deal. Too many of us are trying to do it by ourselves. And we're doing the best that we can. Some of us. Some of us are not really doing the best we can. We say that, but we're not really doing the best. We're not doing the all. We're doing some. We're just buying by. But when you get it with a group of people who are serious about winning in life, who are serious about success, who are serious about helping you to achieve your greatness, you have no choice but to be greatness, great or drop out. Let me say that again. When you get over to, when you get with, when you choose, black choice, when you choose to get with a group of people who are serious about success, who are serious about winning in life, who are serious about helping you achieve your greatness, you have absolutely no, cho- no choice but to be great or drop out. I don't believe I'm talking to quitters today. No, I don't think I've attracted quitters to this stream today. I think I've attracted people who want to win. I think I've attracted people who are looking for answers. I'm telling you, or I am suggesting to you, I am recommending you take a look, and you join the Black Billionaires Club today. In the final analysis, every person is, is in business for himself. That is, he is building his own life, regardless of who signs his paycheck. Within a free and open society, all of us are entrepreneurs. Each of us individually is the president of his or her corporation. As you assume this office, you and you alone are solely responsible for your firm's success or failure. You and the members of your family are stockholders in your corporation. And it is your responsibility to see that the value of your stock increases in the years ahead. Your family has displayed faith in you and it is your responsibility to prove that their faith is justified. While the operations of a corporation are multitudinous and complex, they can be reduced to four basic functions. You have finance, production, sales, and research. Finance, production, sales, and research. Without proper financing, there will be no production. Without production, your company would have nothing to sell. Without sales, your corporation would have to completely stop production. And without research, your firm could not hope to stay abreast or ahead of our rapidly changing times. Slight any one of these four vital functions and you have a crippled company, much like our individual braced on mental stretches. And if you slight one factor long enough, you'll commit corporate suicide. For the purpose of conversing time, we will discuss the subject of finance and money in a subsequent lesson. For now, let's concentrate on research, production, and sales. We consider this to be the head, the hands, and the legs of your company. The head, the hands, and the legs of your household. How many once large companies and trade names can you think of that were once giants and have since disappeared entirely from the corporate landscape? In the comments below, name one company that you... That used to be big, but now they're bankrupt. They're out of business. I'll give you one, Toys R Us. At least they on their way out of business. JCPenney, on their way out of business. Sears, on their way out of business. Blockbuster, gone. Kmart, on their way out of business. They once giants, a long time ago, big. Too big to fail, and they fail. Why? didn't stay abreast of the times, didn't evolve. Still thinking they can do business the way they used to do business 35 years, 50 years ago. And that's not how we do business now. Didn't want to, didn't want to embrace the internet. Now they're not in business no more. Didn't want to change. Didn't want to get with the youth and, and get some new ideas on how they could be doing business for the next generation instead of the generation they used to serve. Gone. Think about uh, names that were once world leaders in their fields and are now only memories. Think about this for a moment. Why did they go out of business? Simple. They failed to keep in balance these four crucial functions. When I mention crucial functions, I speak of the intangible and non-financial assets your company has to have in order to become a profitable and successful. What about research for your personal corporation? Research can be said to exist in two areas, present and future. That is the research of your company should be devoted to the ways and means of improving its present products and services, present production and present sales. Future research is concerned with the ways and the means of developing new products and services, new methods of production and new methods of marketing. In other words, as your personal corporation, as you're thinking about research, what are we saying? We got to find new ways to create or develop multiple streams. That's what it's saying. You got to research these things. You got to figure it out. You got to look. You gotta find, because the way in which you are doing business now, the way in which you're getting paid right now, it ain't gonna be the same in 20 years. You gotta keep up with the times, or you'll go bankrupt. Are you looking for new and improved ways to enhance you? Are you presently researching the many areas in which your personal development can be effectively increased? Many people dream of starting their own business without ever realizing they're in business for themselves right now. Many people dream of starting their own business without ever realizing they're in business for themselves right now. This is New Black Wall Street Book Club. What well, black folk do read, you put it in a book, we absolutely will find it. Read Rainbow 2.0 with a purpose. I hope you got something out of the day. And if you did, I'd ask that you right now, you take a moment to just write in the comments below what your takeaway was for today. What's going on? Come up fast. we're going on? Instagram live. Here's the deal. My question to you is, was this worth your time and why? You see, one of the things that the the, the billionaires, the successful people do, you know, the number one thing they do, they read. You know what poor people don't do? They don't read. Is that the difference? Yes. Why? I don't know. Every successful person says they read. What I find the poor not doing, I don't find them reading. Does that make a difference? Yes. Why? I don't know. But here's the deal. It's called a black choice. You can choose to read. You can choose not to read. You can choose to learn from history. You can choose not to learn from history. You can choose to evolve. You can choose not to evolve. You can choose to join the Black Billionaires Club. You can choose not to join. What's easy to do, $10 a month, that's easy to do. It's also easy not to do. And most people, the 95% of the people who are broke, busted, and disgusted, the 95% of the people who complain about everything, but they fix nothing. The 95% of the people who are considered the crowd are broke. They choose not to. I'm asking you to make a choice to do what others are unwilling to do so that you can live the life that others rarely can afford to live. It's called a black choice. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Hope you hit that like button, that share button, that watch party button, that follow button, that subscribe button. Wherever it is that you got, hit all the buttons. <laughs> Invite people to the stream, let them know. And we got a place where we got some people that's serious about winning. They want to help you. But well, we can only help those who are willing to help themselves. Is that you today? Make sure you go to dblackbusinessclub.com. dblackbusinessclub.com and join the club today. I'm ERGJ, your certified financial educator, your CEO of ERGJ Enterprise and ERGJ Black Bazaar, international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaires Club. I want you to remember this, that it takes a village. It starts with us. Let's build. Let's build these bank accounts. Let's build these businesses. But most importantly, Let's build each other, and let's do it together. Well, y'all, we got people, but well, guess what? That's enough. Now, I pray to God to preserve each and every one of you that you'll go out today on this terrific Tuesday. And you'll have a fantastic day, that you set some goals for yourself, and God will allow for you as you put in the energy, as you put in the work, as you put in the effort to accomplish all of your dreams. I want you to understand, though, that God did not put us here to be alone, he put us here to make connection and community. That's called us doing it, together. Until we meet again, you know what time it is? Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new, it's the new black Wall Street book club. Wall Street with your host Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go, yeah. Now you ain't got a little computer. But we encourage you to get out there and learn and apply all the things you learn at the New Black Wall Street. Book club, book club. Yeah. The New Black Wall Street. The New Black Wall Street. Book club, book club.